Let's get straight into it. The 1st of June is a big date for many reasons, one of which because schools will be reopening again. Yes, we know that it's grade 7s and grade 12s. That's key. And we also know, as we heard from our president, Sir Ramaphosa, that if you are a parent and you are not comfortable with uh, letting your child go to school, you have the option of not letting them go to school. So we know a couple of things, and we've heard all types of promises around preparation for the return of learners, and not just the grade 12s and 7s, but the rest of them in a phased approach. It will take weeks, possibly months. We're joined on the line by Gauteng Education, MEC, Panyazali Sufi. Gauteng has a massive intake of students yearly. Um, it comes as no surprise. So, of course, uh, from a numbers point of view, it really is a very different ball game. Good morning, MEC. Good morning, the flavored one. Thank you so much, and thanks for the opportunity, and good morning to the team there. Morning, well, um, we we know how hard you work. And I was just saying the other day that um, my heart really goes out to, I think, the department as a whole of education, Thank um, you. of course, Thank with you. the government and trying to manage the situation. It's not easy. It's unprecedented times. Um, and um, of course, all we want is the reassurance that uh, you um, and your colleagues will get it right. Now, the state of readiness for schools in terms of, you know, um, the facilities and preparation, where are we as far as that's concerned? Thanks, the flavored one. I can assure parents that we are trying very hard. Uh, I think you are correct to say it's unprecedented, and therefore we need to be very careful. I mean, I'm a father as well. My daughter's going back to uh, is in grade 12, so she's also going to be part of the uh, group that is going back on the 1st of June. So we are trying very hard. Yesterday I was in the Bryanston just to check the Bryanston Center schools if they are ready. Today I'm going to Harangua. I'm checking the schools around that particular area as well if they are ready. And our approach is very simple, safety first. We must have the TPEs first and the teachers must come uh, later on and learners must also come later on. And that there must be specific support for each and every child so that each and every child have the relevant uh, tools to fight this virus in terms of a soap, sanitizer, mask, face cloth. And they know before they start each and every class, the teacher for five minutes must explain to them the do's and don'ts uh, if they're in class, but you can't eat ball pen the way we used to eat ball pen. You can't borrow it mm. to another person. You can't borrow a ruler. And every time you send an exercise book to the teacher, must sanitize your hand. And every time the teacher receives your book, the teacher must sanitize their hands as well. So right, it's right. quite a new regime that we are putting in place. But we are quite convinced uh, that with the time and the resources we have, we can push back this virus from entering our schools. Uh, mm, mm, mm. I mean, one of the big things has been the arrival of the PPEs, as you've mentioned, and other uh, material and, and items needed to keep the school clean. I mean, are things arriving? Are they in stock? Um, if schools were to open, say, on Friday, would we still be ready to go? I must be honest, the timelines are too, too tight. Uh, remember, the minister only announced last week, Tuesday, uh, that the schools will open on the 1st of June. So between last week, Tuesday and today, we've managed to ensure that all our SMTs, that our senior management teams, all of them have got their, uh, their PPEs now, all of them in all our schools. And now we're moving to the teacher component. Uh, all teachers will get their PPEs between today and Friday, uh, including learners, uh, so that when learners come on Monday, they've got their own PPEs. But remember, PPEs in our sector is different from the PPEs in the health sector. In our sector, PPEs are mainly sanitizers and uh, face masks. And you all know that uh, you can't mm. move around our township or our towns without a face mask. Now it's compulsory to have a face mask. So it's not a disaster that uh, some of them may arrive late, but we know everyone must have a face mask and we'll provide that face mask as government to all our learners and our teachers.
There's been big concerns, MEC, around uh, schools being vandalized, trashed, burnt. Uh, personally, I think it's absolutely horrendous that this is happening. You working yeah. with authorities in terms of the police and security services. What sort of intel um, do you have in terms of the reasons why this is happening? Let me take this opportunity to thank law enforcement agencies, the police, security and intelligence uh, people. You know, so far we've arrested 42 people. And I can tell you, uh, DJ Fabio, they are singing like uh, Brenda Fuzzy's Weekend Special. They are singing these people that have been arrested. So they will tell us who sent them and hopefully this will bring an end to people vandalizing or painting our schools. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got a couple of questions here. Um, yeah. I mean, uh, there, there are a couple. I'll just read one very quickly. This is Khalisiwe, uh, um, and this uh, is a question around virtual viewing. Um, she says, virtual viewing is not the best option for most parents. What if a parent wishes to view in person? This is about the safety and the well-being of my child. Will the schools be disinfected uh, every day after school? Um, what will happen with the daily prep um, for the school for the next day? We're trying to balance the two. We, 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 we thought that we can open our schools on Sunday. That is the 31st of May for parents to come and visit the school and see how ready we are so that they are convinced. Mm. But experts also want us that if you do that, we are then bringing other people who may may infect our schools. You can do the the sanitizers, you can do the the social distancing and other things. You you, you might end up having the disease. So that's why we're saying there must be virtual viewing. But we are balancing the two. By this Thursday, we'll get another view. If the view says we must open the school, we'll do that. And I understand why parents want to come and see. And that's the view that I support as well. Mm-hmm, absolutely. Um, one of the other ones has been around uh, the issue of private schools. Um, you know, there's the, the thinking that, you know, don't all schools sort of in these times operate in, in some sort of uniformity. Um, what's your take on that? And what can you tell the, the public about the relationship between your department and the private schooling sector in the context of COVID-19? Flavor, I'm the MEC for education. I'm not the MEC for government schools. So all mm. private schools will be monitored equally. Uh, actually, uh, I'm doing the monitoring of uh, how, uh, sorry, uh, schools in Houghton public schools. And from from this week, I'll be monitoring all private schools and independent schools as well. Everyone must be ready. Whether you're private or public education, you must observe the social distance. All the transports that are transporting our children must be at 70%, and every car must have a sanitizer, and every child that enters that car must also have a mask. So we are working together with the private education system, fortunately, that we must manage this crisis together. No one must feel that they are ahead or behind. We must move at the same pace 